Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Featured Anime Podcast. I'm your host, Jack. And I'm Rick. And today was Rick's choice. He chose Roka Braves of the Six Flowers, also known as Roka no Yusha. It originally came out in July 2015, ran through September 2015. It was 12 episodes long. The producers were Pony Canyon Studios, <laughs> Passion, and the genres were action, adventure, fantasy, magic, and mystery. Heavy, heavy on the mystery. Sure. We'll go heavy on the mystery. You don't think so? You know, honestly, I really don't. So you you had a fair idea of what was going on the entire time. It started off like it was going to be kind of like an action-packed type of show. And it really wasn't an action-packed type of show. It had some decent fight scenes, but yeah, there really wasn't much suspense. So the the premise of this of the whole show is basically... You have six people, six heroes, which are the Braves of Six Flowers, which are chosen by a goddess of fate, who was the original person who destroyed, or or not destroyed, but defeated the demon god, who comes back every few hundred years to try and take over the world, and after the first time, this goddess chooses six heroes, to go and defeat this demon god. This time, however, instead of there being six heroes, there are seven. And no one knows who the fake hero is. And that's basically the entire premise for nine episodes. And if you're really keen, uh, like I was, you could tell the second when they get to that, oh... Bunny ear girl, uh, she's she's the one. She's the seventh. Like obviously, like, there's no doubt about it. <laughs> uh, okay, so rewatching it, I was picking up on things I didn't see beforehand, and I don't know. Like it was frustrating. So I the first time I tried watching this. Um, because this is a second attempt at watching it the first time all the way through. The first time was when they reached the temple after the six braves were chosen and they found out the seventh one. And then you had uh, Nashantina, who was Bunny Ear Girl, flailing around and destroying the tablet. After that episode, right after you found out there were seven, I was like, oh, Bunny Ear Girl's the one that did it. And I flipped off. I never actually finished watching it. <laughs> okay so when you chose oh, to watch geez. this i didn't remember and i started watching i was like oh yeah this is the one where i bet the bunny girl bunny your girl uh whatever her name was <laughs> nasha uh nasha na, na, nasha let's tina just, let's just call her bunny ear girl bunny ear girl it's, it's was, easier yeah 
It is. Um, bunny ear girl was the one that, that I'm sure the bunny ear girl did it. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching it, and lo and behold, my assumption when I first started watching it all those years ago was correct. I didn't even need to watch it all the way through. I was right. Well, see, I thought that too, but I wanted to see what was going on. And then I kept flip-flopping hard back and forth on what was going on. And yeah, re-watching it, as sad as it sounds, I forgot how the ending happened, like who the bad person was at the end. And every time I'm seeing this now, I'm like, this is suspect. This doesn't make sense. Like, why would they do this? Why would she do this? And once they figure out that Bunny Ear Girl is the bad one, they attack her and she ends up being one of the monsters that they're trying to fight or using one of their techniques at the very least. And once everything dissipates and resolves itself, essentially, the show ends with yet another brave coming forward so now they're back to square one they're all seven again well yep. actually they're not at square one they're, they're a little bit better because they know one person most certainly is not yes that is that is very true and they're like season two no it, it there, there's no season two yeah so frustrating like i understand like we really <laughs> skipped over a lot but there really is not a lot to skip over so there, there, there wasn't much substance in this. So, I mean, like the backstory of it was what I, what I already get, gave the description of the yeah. journey. The first three episodes was basically your introduction into the characters. They also go through some of the premises of the other characters. So you kind of gain a better understanding of of them. The power dynamic. The, the, yeah, the power dynamic or of them. Because so... You're introduced to saints, essentially, and saints have God-given power. Why they don't use this God-given power to go kill, like, the devil, who knows, but... Uh, well, they explain why they're not able to go kill the devil, and why only six of them can go. Because the crest they're given prevents them from dying within a day of contacting the mist or the color that the demon emits. So it mists, uh, there's this poisonous mist that gets vented out and the entire land where the demon God is, is covered in it. And anyone that tries to go in there, they don't even last a day. And it's more than a day's journey to get to where it is, to where he would be. And so the crest is the only thing that will prevent them from being killed instantly. Now, what I don't understand is if one of them is fake, why they would uh, even attempt to go in there when they're just going to die. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, like, that's why you don't question. need a season two. Honestly, that's why you don't need a season two. The fake is going to go in there with them and they will <laughs> die because they're not one of the chosen. Uh, but I had, well, see, that's just it. Any human will die when it touches the mist. The fiends won't. So if they're fiendish, or maybe they have the demon's protection, who knows? So that might be a little harder to discern. Well, only one of them is actually fiendish. In case you forgot. One of the six braves is fiendish, yes. However, the seventh brave 
should have the protection of the demon king or the, the whatever the, the demon right? supposedly i mean well let's so think like, about it so if, take if, bunny or girl for example right her whole thing to do it was to go to the demon king and actually have him actually have him revive all the way so she didn't have his protection because he wasn't even revived at that point they did elite uh uh they did allude to other aspects of it like the fiends going around to the cities saying oh uh, yeah and granting protection hey you you go with the demon god you'll be protected anyone that doesn't want to come just bring me their hearts which is kind of screwed up yeah but oh, well no it's it think of this it's aztec style sacrifice bring me the heart of the doubters to prove your loyalty and if you think about it they took those people into that land where the mist kills you within a day so that right there gives base to my argument well, we don't that, know if they went into the land we don't even know if they survived you never saw well, them again true but ever. the brave that the brave that is half and half she had people go to the land like go to that area because that's where she grew up you don't know if that's where she's from you just know that they're from an area where there are fiends but she's you don't know if she's exactly from there so the way i understand it is the fiends kidnapped essentially a whole village of people her father included built a temple to uh the what was it the the gun the the nothing gun smoke the gunpowder god and the gun the gunpowder saint whatever it is so they go they they have people build this temple to the saint of gunpowder or powder and that's how she became a saint so that means you got to have people in in the, the that zone because that's where she said the temple was built all right well i i don't remember her exact uh d- dialogue in that regard i don't remember her saying that they were a temple i remember her dad being taken and her mother being the only one that was groomed and bred over centuries or over not centuries but over years and decades or a long period of time to be able to bear a half human half fiend child and she also is the only one in existence so there wouldn't be any other uh combinations in between the two that's true she is one of a kind but she always assumed it was her blood that set her apart from everybody else when in fact it was just everybody else was using her for their own purpose so that was kind of interesting well the the fiends were the only ones that tried using her for their purpose and the humans they won't partake in her or protect her because she is half fiend so they they would just assume kill her as opposed to keep her alive and I thought it was really curious that our main character, who I originally thought was Atlas, but it's Addis. It was weird because Atlas, the strong, and this was really annoying. He always no, said, his, I'm the strong na- his name was Adlet. Adlet? Yeah, A D L E T, Adlet. I don't know why I thought it was Atlas. Because he always referred to himself as the world's strongest hero. <laughs> And according to certain mythology, the world, yeah, Atlas holds the world up. Yeah, but uh, 
he again he never referred to himself as atlas and his name was always ad let mayor <laughs> so mayor. yep so i mean like the reason why he could call himself the world's strongest is because in all honesty he's never specifying what he is saying he's the world's strongest <laughs> in he's that just he saying he's afford- the world's strongest yeah. hero and it's up to your interpretation as to what that could be his strength could be in the fact that he lifts that many grass blades up his strength could be that he's got the strongest kick his strength could yeah but the way that he's he's saying it that you are meant to interpret it he's the world's strongest like hercules essentially or that he's not not the strongest in that he's hercules but the strongest in that he can't be beaten that would make more sense, even though he does do some underhanded stuff in, in other people's view. There you go. Yeah, no. In other it views, <laughs> it doesn't... It, 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 yeah, it may be underhanded, but in his view, which, in all honesty, in a fight, there really is he's no such... Yeah, he, he, he'll win. <laughs> he, he does, yeah. he, he's not wrong about that. And he doesn't kill, which is kind of cool. I liked that a lot. He doesn't kill anybody uh, human. Fiends, on the other hand, I thought his first battle was the shit. He's, he's like slashing everything everywhere. He uses his teeth to ignite a flame to set people on, not fiends on fire. And, and then people. a charging fiend. <laughs> and pe- uh, episode episode it, one, he, he it, it uh, wasn't on fire so much. Well, like the fiends don't even technically die from the fire. It's just, it happens the same way to the humans. They just get doused. They get burned a little because he ignites them from a, uh, a, a flint in his mouth. Yeah. Which is really going to do some damage to his teeth. Cause he has to, Dude, I was thinking that too. He has uh, to, he has to, to close his mouth so hard. Of course. Yeah, I was thinking that when every time I saw that, I went, oh, his dental plan. <laughs> what dental plan? He's the world's <laughs> right. strongest hero. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that could be it, too. His teeth are so strong that, you know, you know, world's strongest right there. Mm-hmm. Can you ignite shit with your mouth? No. Uh, I don't even think he was able to. I think it was just magic. It was luck. It was luck. Yeah, Had because be. you have it in your mouth. It's going to be wet. It's not <laughs> going to spark like that right away. But whatever. I mean, he, yeah. he does technique. He does have his fighting style. He d- is able to win, and he's very agile. He's very, agile. very agile and very smart, too. Um, And lucky, I would say, would be a yes. very, very popular, popular term. Yeah. Shit that happens, you, you couldn't line up if you wanted to. Yeah. Batman doesn't have that much pre, pre that much forethought. And his age is 18. And and same thing with Bunny Your Girl. Her age is 18. Now one of the other characters, uh Goldov, he's 16. He acts and a lot giant. older. He is a lot bigger, crazy strong, and uh blindly follows bunny or girl literally because she ha- because she happens to be a princess and he loves her it makes sense because she's the bad guy in the end and even though like, she's not really what i would consider to be human or she's obviously not working for the appropriate side and everyone 
is horrified to find that her plan will essentially kill half a million people. In her words, only 500,000 will have to die. But seriously, though, uh, half a million people. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of people for not so uh, big of land. Well, not only that, the continent and the people in the continent didn't seem like there was like more than maybe five million, maybe people total living in squalor and in a very non-technological past or whatever it is. In a, in a very uh, primitive, uh, primitive past. Yeah. To say the least that that that's a lot of people to just up and murder. I mean, like, who's to say that would be all too? you know, it could possibly end up being more. Yeah, I was just say that would be a best scenario. Yeah, and this is one of the things that one of the reasons why I would have to disagree with you that they would be kept safe and alive is because the fiends are probably just trying to make it easier for them to be able to slaughter or murder everyone. Maybe, but they, as you can see at the very very end, there was a there was a fiend that I would consider to be intelligent, one that's able to speak that has a plan and he's one of the great generals yeah one of the top three for uh the demon god and i think he's also the one that uh, that made adelette's home basically murder his siblings and rip their hearts out because they didn't want to go with the with the fiends and uh understandably so i'm i might add i wouldn't want to join them either but whatever what do i know true but i think that this this indicates that they have a plan and they're willing to i guess for lack of a better word they're willing to put off immediate gratification or lasting gratification they're willing to give up satisfaction now and so that that's i would say unique for sure but not completely unheard of yeah that that is true um Although I, I really gotta say, like, Goldov, how he looks, though, man, is weird. He's too his strong. Armor. Yeah, it, it has no it has no protection, and his helmet makes him blind. Yep, basically, he's a blind, not-so-very-protected individual that swings around a giant blade that's chained to him. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. I thought it was um, a neat design, though. Think about it. If you throw your... Well, well... Because it's chain, it would really, but I was going to say, imagine throwing that blade around, but if you throw it with all your might, it's going to damn near rip your arm off when it comes to a stop. Yeah. And the amount of chain he would have to carry on him for it to extend out far enough to do any use is kind of a moot point. You're basically carrying around a giant uh, wagon of chain just to do (laughs) it and bring it back. Yeah. But uh, one of my favorite characters, honestly, I actually have two, and uh, the one of them is Hans, the assassin, the cat assassin. Spoke like an asshole, but I loved him, and he was insanely smart too. Oh, he was what he's considered a genius by Adlis or Adlet. Adlet, yeah, yeah. He was called yeah. a genius, so yeah, yeah. He was he was super smart. And I really liked the, I would call it a twist, where Adelit thought he di- he died. And it was yeah. simply an illusion put on him by Hans. So yep. that was, that was kind of cool. 
Yeah, uh, and the reason why he did that is because he said, because Adlet was thought of to be the seventh one, and everyone was literally trying to murder him except for uh, Bunny Ears, because obviously she knew she she was the seventh, (laughs) Uh, and she kept trying to portray Hans as the seventh to murder him off. It was, I don't know. Like I, I, I was dissatisfied with how it played out at the very end. Um, yeah. Oh, anyways, uh, as I was saying, the reason why he did that, or or one of the reasons why he did that to Adlab, aside from everyone thinking he is the seventh, is because in his experience, what he knows to be true is uh, instead of when he's, because Hans had told Adlet that he's the seventh and then basically gave the illusion that Adlet was being murdered. And instead of Adlet being confused in his face, he was, he was more along the lines of I'm dead. (laughs) And Hans says people's faces don't lie when they're being killed. And if Adlet was truly the seventh one, or at least in Hans's eyes, if he was truly the seventh one, instead of him being terrified with the with the look of "I'm going to die," it would be more confusion. He would have been confused at the revelation of him saying that he's the seventh. And it's smart, except it for the fact of the end, of the twist at the end, where there's yet another brave that shows up. If if it was only those seven, or only those seven, that would be perfect. But because there's now, in my opinion, more fake. Ugh. Oh, how the tables have turned. And quite possibly more than one fake in that group. Oh, no, there's not possibly more than one fake in that group. There is more than one fake in that group. I'm curious, since we already know Bunny Girl is a fake. Mm-hmm. Who's your guess on the second fake? My guess on the second fake would honestly have to be... Mora. Mountain woman? Really? Yeah. Yep. Why? Well, first of all, she lied without hesitation or remorse. She instantly was able to turn everyone and convince everyone to just murder Adlet. And not only that, she also is easily able to persuade the others into seeing her point of view. See... I kind of thought it was the little 14-year-old one that vomits everywhere. The saint of the swamp. Uh, my other favorite character, Chamo. <laughs> oh, Chamo, yeah. That's your favorite character? Really? Because really? she's badass. That's why. She vomits everywhere. She's got bulimia. That's she has power. an entire swamp in her st- inside her that she could draw upon and calls upon fiends to do her bidding for her. She literally can just send fiends out to murder everything and that's why she's my suspicion one because she has the power to send fiends out no saint should have that power but unless mora said that she does have that power and she is actually well known because other other saints of the swamps also had that same ability yeah but she says whatever she's ever eaten lives in her stomach stomach and gut and she gets to call him out whenever she wants. Does that mean she's eaten a fiend? No, I'm assuming that she is connected to a swamp that has eaten 
fiends. E, perhaps. That might be a decent enough explanation, but what she said was anything she's eaten, she's able to vomit back up. Right, Not because she's... Whatever swamp she, she's connected to is eaten. Right, so my interpretation of it, though, is that she's connected to a swamp, and when she says she's eaten anything, it's available to her in her stomach, is because she's connected to it. At least that's my interpretation of it. I, w- I really wish they went into more details about what her power is and what power she actually has. It's mystical. No, my understanding of it was it's whatever she physically ate, not not that she was connected to a swamp and anything that fell into the swamp she can vomit up. When they explained it, when she was explaining it, she goes, whatever she ever ate lives happily ever after in her gut that she can call forth afterwards. And I think she's the most likely of the rest because she's got these fiend like bubbles, like a, a heartbeat almost inside these creatures. And that would be the most logical step for me that she's the next person to look at one, because she's the strongest flat out. And two, because she actually does have fiends inside of her. Does that make any sense? Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I can, I can, I can understand where you're coming from with that mentality and that viewpoint. And if you look at it, the, the, they're the high functioning top three generals they're they're stupidly smart right but the only person that was ever really close to the saint of the sun or he or whatever was mora and she's the only one that would be able to effectively have her disappear know the strengths and weaknesses of all the other saints because all of them must report to her and she's also the only one that would be able to uh, formulate a plan and know how everything and how the seal is supposed to work. Uh, I mean, I don't even think she understood how the seal was supposed to work. I don't know. I think it was because oh. she didn't want to let on that she knew how to do it. Uh. I mean, the princess knew how to do it. Or a bunny girl, rather. Fair, fair. And she, the mountain lady was a huge proponent of, he's for sure it. We got to kill him regardless. Yep. I'm not necessarily in your camp yet, but I'm coming around. All right. Anyways, off topic, because that's for another discussion. <laughs> Should and if a season two ever comes around, I which I don't does. think it will. I don't, I I don't think it, it'll ever happen. I want it to. Well, you can dream all you want. <laughs> I am good at that. So, I mean, like, and that basically, honestly, are all the characters, at least the ones of importance. Um, True. The The final uh, brave that actually comes into the picture, uh, Rolonia, she's the saint of blood, which means she is a healer. And they instant when they introduced her for the first 30 seconds they immediately led into the fact that her and the adlet know each other i mean that was hinted way earlier on that they knew each other only because he mentions oh yeah no i knew a saint once so yeah, i like i like sh- the fact that they t- they came around with that i honestly didn't really like it because one they they introduced the new character right off the bat and 
she's a saint of blood and her special power is basically healing and she's dressed like a cow (laughs) that was hilarious although you and i both know every party needs a healer true but why the hell was she dressed as a cow i don't have a good explanation i thought she might have been like the saint of milk or something having her as the saint of blood i i don't understand it exactly so So. i mean that's as sad as it is i mean like that's basically the whole story i mean like we had more to say on who the potential other fake is aside from uh, at, uh, the the story itself. I think, honestly, we dwelled more on that and the discussion of trying to figure yeah. it out than anything else, which is... Kind of sad. Very sad. I'm, it, I'm, it, gives, it gives me hope for the future. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah, well, you go ahead and hold on to your hope. <laughs> you can hold on as much as you want. I'm not going to judge you for that. Well, I mean, okay. What are some reasons that you think might be good to actually, like, recommend this show to somebody else for me it's got really good graphics in my opinion the quality of the animation the the drunk style was nice it reminded me of shield hero a little bit um but i didn't really see any blurs if that makes any sense like i could pause at any time and i did not see any blurring of the animation they didn't really need to blur anything for the animation there were some fast moving parts i thought yeah, we'll go ahead. You go ahead and you you can, <laughs> you can you can do that. I mean, I thought the dub was pretty good as far as matching up the the words. So, did you watch the sub or the dub? Uh, sub. Sub. Yeah. Yeah, I originally watched it in the sub and I I just wanted to see the dub. There was not much lost if anything. So, I was very pleased with that. All right. So I, I think that's a great spot for you to drop in a rating since you uh, gave it such yeah. glowing reviews. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it's about time for that. On a scale of one to 10, this would rank two, three. Wow. That low. I was going to say six or seven. It was going to originally be a seven because I really liked how the mystery was. But since you got me stuck on the whole what happens next season, if there ever is a next season, I, I got to give it a six. All right. It, it's better than average. What about okay. you? Uh, I'm going to go with a four. Really? Worse than average. Why? Uh, because it was very, uh, very obvious in its storyline and the plot and where it was going. Like they did really horrible setup for it. You're in my opinion. You're just not giving it enough time. I, I figured it out by the time we actually got there, and I didn't even need to finish watching it, and I had it figured out. The story to get there was okay, which is why I'm not giving it a three. The animation was good, again, which is why I'm not giving it a three. But it really, honestly, for it to be considered a mystery, it it would have had to be better. Uh, it needed to be better than what it was and it really wasn't okay i can i can respect that well what what's your uh, potential choice for next so my choice for next week is samurai flamenco it samurai is a uh, flamingo flamenco f l a m e n c o 
It's an action comedy parody. It came out in October 2013, and it is 22 episodes long, and it is rated uh, mature. So definitely keep that in mind in case you're watching it with the little ones, because I'm going to assume that it is uh, bloody, gory, and there's going to be a lot of cursing in it. I'm going to guess. That's all the time that we have for today. Uh, Hope you enjoyed this week. If you have seen uh, this week's choice next or last week's choice or any of the other choices that we have seen, feel free to let us know what you thought of them. Feel free to join us in our Discord server. You can uh, find the link for that in the show notes. You can also email us at featuredanimepodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter at those anime guys. We are also on Facebook in case uh, any of you prefer that. You can find us at Featured Anime Podcast on there. Uh, and we also have a voicemail link in the show notes. So feel free to check us out there. Until next time, I'm Jack. And I'm Rick. And we'll see you later. 